0: Praise the Lord on today everybody, this is Minister Anthony Bonner of Truth Turn Up Ministries coming to you live today on the podcast with the word entitled Disassembly Mandatory When we look at these two words, disassembly and mandatory put together like this, we must examine the in-depthness and the seriousness of what they imply to dis- disassembly means disassembling something, it is to take something, or in this case, someone apart. Mandatory requires to the urgency of it, it's required, it's obligatory, you are obliged to do it. And when we come into this relationship with God through Jesus Christ into this kingdom that he's graciously invited us into, disassembly is mandatory. But sadly, we live in a world and a culture where people believe that you can get saved, you can come into the grace and knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, and you can remain the same, that you can do the same behavior. You can still be unforgiving, unloving, evil, selfish, because God knows your heart, and he will forgive you, so you keep frustrating the grace of God, never submitting through the cross, never submitting to denying yourself, never submitting to the full counsel of God that he may be glorified in your life and that people in the world who you encounter who are still bound by those things can know that the love of God, the power of God is real, and it is indeed the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, that when you come into this relationship, that the old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new because you are in Christ Jesus. And if any man is in Christ Jesus, the Bible says, he is a new creature. And that is our goal when we come to him. It is not stuff, it is transformation. So in Romans 7 and 18, we see the Apostle Paul who exemplifies what it means to be disassembled and why disassembly is mandatory. Romans 7 and 18 says, For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Do you get that? That is in every human being who has not been born again and who does not continue growing in their relationship and the grace and knowledge of who Jesus Christ is that in you, There dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. And this is the challenge of the carnal man, of the man or woman that's disconnected from the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For to will is present with you. We desire to be godly. We desire to do God's will. We desire to operate in the word we hear, the sermons we hear, the, the, the deep things God has placed in our heart, but how to perform that which is good, I find not, Paul says, and the only way you can perform that, those things that have been uh, placed in your heart is that you have a committed relationship with the Holy Spirit, that you have been crucified, that you have laid down your life, that you can take it up again, that you desire to Take on the nature of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because you now have the mind of Christ. But too many people love themselves the way they are and they don't want to turn themselves over. They trust themselves too much. There are two scriptures that we'll look at particularly concerning the heart because we live in a world where people tell you to follow your heart, which is the worst advice you can ever give anybody is to follow your own heart because in Proverbs 28 and 26 it says, He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Did you get that? Whoso trusteth in his heart, he is a fool. Because your heart is not properly aligned. Your heart, according to Jeremiah 17 and 9, it says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Your heart is deceitful above all things and it's desperately wicked. It is self-centered. You can have all the facts, presented to you from several sources, but yet you will choose to believe your heart over all of the facts simply because it's what you desire. Your heart is centered on pleasing you, not on operating in wisdom or making the best choice for all parties involved in the situation. The heart wants what it wants when it wants it. That's why disassembly is mandatory. Galatians 2 and 20, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith of the Son of God, who loved me, who gave himself for me. We must be crucified with Christ. We must have a completely new start, a new beginning from the ground up. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. We cannot lean toward our own understanding. We cannot refuse the day of small beginnings when God tears down our kingdoms and rearranges our lives, and eliminates some relationships or some jobs or many other things that we hold near and dear. Our life is being disassembled. It is mandatory because God wants to invite you into this kingdom that Jesus Christ came and ushered in. Remember the first beatitude of all the beatitudes are blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Disassembly mandatory. God wants to eliminate that pride. He wants that proud spirit, that proud nature to be demolished. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. God wants you meek, meaning flexible, meaning open, meaning teachable. Hallelujah, meaning conformable to the divine things of the kingdom of God. Disassembly is mandatory. How long will you continue to hold on to the this self, this, this no good self, this sinful self, which can access some things and have some progress and some promotion because you're made in the image and likeness of God, but yet you won't receive the fullness of a purpose for being created in the image and likeness of God because you're operating in it from the wrong power source and from the wrong understanding disassembly is mandatory. I pray that this short word on today may prick something in you to begin to think along this line because when you allow disassembly to occur then reassembly can occur and it will be the divine assembly where this new creation can come through, where the Spirit of God rests upon you, where you can discern things at a greater level, where you can speak a thing and it shall be established unto you, where you can really believe that whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing that you receive it, you shall have it. You should be able to rest at night. You should be able to be at peace with all men and with your God. God will increase you in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. You will begin to grow in your expectation to expect great things from God. You won't accept anything that is not in the will of God for your life. No downturn, no illnesses, no sicknesses, no diseases, none of the foolishness of the enemy. It can come, but it will not prosper because you have the right mindset. Because you've been disassembled. So then be reassembled in the image and likeness of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us begin to grow in our expectation. And our expectation can only grow as we grow in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And we accept the path that this disassembly is going to put us on. It's going to stretch us. It's going to make us uncomfortable. Yes, it will. It's going to challenge us. But please know this, my brothers and my sisters. All is well. Because to walk with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who knew no sin, disassembly is mandatory. Amen.